0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Brutally Speaking Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Terry, and with me, as always, is John Beatty. What's going on, man? Uh, I am trying a new beer, uh, courtesy of Mark,
1: from Nothing More. This is a Double Berry Margarita from Weathered Souls Brewing in San Antonio, Texas. Let me uh, get a good sip of this. Interesting. I almost... This is a, this is a weird thing to say. I almost get like a little hint of cinnamon in it.
0: Yeah. Is it a little tart? You're kinda Oh yeah. Kind of smacking like it's a little
1: tart. Yeah, it's I mean that's that's right up Mark's alley is anything sour. Fair enough. Yeah, it's weird. I, I definitely get a lot of cinnamon in that and I don't
0: know why. Yeah, that's interesting. I wouldn't have thought that for a margarita flavored Maybe it's like trying to simulate some sort of sugar. It, like, you know, like if you get a frosted glass or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I don't drink very many margaritas. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you guys probably care about this week's guest, uh, which is uh, John Robert from the band Mantric. Um, I do want to warn you guys uh, this. Episode as, as far as my audio on it goes. Um, I actually did not record this uh, at my house like I normally would. Um, I was working on a project at a friend's house, so uh, my voice is very uh, echoey, 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 echoey throughout the entire interview. Sunday, 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 absolutely. So that, that was uh, that was a little rough. Um, we got through it. Um, I actually uh, thought that I was talking to Tor from Mantric, uh, but I was not. I was talking to John, which is totally fine. I just uh, wasn't necessarily prepped that I was going to be talking to John, so <laughs> um, you know. But it was cool. We we had a fun conversation. Um, we talked a little bit about COVID in Norway because it's not that often we get to talk to somebody from Norway and kind of get uh, kind of figure out how how this COVID thing is going in in Scandinavia. Yeah, it's uh,
1: something we've you know not necessarily tried to talk about a whole lot but i mean it is called a global pandemic for a reason um so kind of hard not to and especially you know talking to someone that lives abroad so you know we do a lot of interviews where people live here in the
0: states and it's kind of like oh you're shut down too all right yeah <laughs> so how's your house been yeah <laughs> which is funny because then i wasn't even at my house so there's that <laughs> um i was installing a garage door for my boss so there you know uh Real life, but um, no, this is cool. I, you know, I was really excited to find out that Mantric was putting out a new record uh, called False Negative. Uh, they're kind of a band that doesn't put out a lot of content super quickly. It seems like there's quite a few gaps between their releases. And these guys also, they used to be in a band called Lang which I was a huge fan of. They played like Norwegian black metal, like, you know. Um, kind of lo fi and then they went in well for the second Lang cell record they went into kind of a direction that was more like experimental, like prog metal type of stuff. It's very weird, very artsy, um, but a lot of fun. And I think that they sound that that was almost, I feel like, kind of the blueprint for for Mantric. Is is this kind of that more experimental sound. Um, because the record actually surprised me in that it had kind of a nine inch nails vibe to it, like a little bit more electronics and stuff. And um I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot more like singy than I was expecting, but, uh, so it was, it was just interesting getting to talk about it and, um, you know, kind of dig into the creative process. Um, I had mentioned in the interview that they, the, these guys also played in the band X toll, um, a while back when X toll went through kind of more of a stylistic change. And that was also kind of similar to what we got with, uh, with mantric, uh, as a band. So it's kind of cool because X eventually went back to their, kind of older lineup... And um, they kind of went back to their older sound. But then you've got these guys doing Mantric where they're kind of continuing on that like experimental sound. So they definitely have a very interesting history. Um, I don't know if they're a band that like a whole lot of people uh, were really paying attention to before this release. But, um, but I think this is kind of their time to shine and kind of show people what, what they've got going on. Yeah, I really don't know anything about this band or the other bands that
1: they collectively were in. So this was all kind of new for me as a whole.
0: <laughs> oh man, I've been listening to Cell since I was like in high school, so it's uh kind of a different perspective on it.
1: Yeah, that, that would be where, you know, I was probably listening to depending on what year, uh Iowa by Slipknot, probably would have been listening to a shitload of uh The Quranic two thousand one um <laughs> uh, the Blackout album by Method Man and Redman. I mean, a whole bunch of stuff that was not <laughs> Xtol or
0: Lingsol or Lingsal or however you say that. Ling-Cell.
1: Oh, Ling Linux. Oh, I-, I had that once on
0: my computer. Yeah, no, that's Linux. <laughs> <laughs> how str- how strong is that beer? Four uh, percent. No. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> that's why
1: it's got cinnamon in it.
0: <laughs> I'm sitting over here in my steel reserve. Like, what what is going on right now? <sighs> Um, but no, this was cool. Like I said, I kind of regret that I was kind of like in a big echoey room whenever we did the interview, but uh, I'm glad that I got to do it. I've been fans of those guys for a long time, so uh, it was cool. So without further ado, this is Dan's interview with John from
1: Mantric, and we'll talk to you on the other side of it.
0: Yeah. There you are. Okay, cool. Yeah. Hello. Hi, how are you doing tonight? Good. How are you? Cool. Cool. I'm doing good. Uh, it's the middle of the day here for me in the U.S. Um, so we're, uh, but no, I was I was glad that you guys had time to talk tonight um, about, uh, but this record, I uh, I'm gonna just jump into it, uh, so I don't waste too much of your time tonight. But uh, you know, this uh, this record that you guys just put out is um, a little different sounding than what I had than than what I had anticipated, and I was uh, very surprised at it. Um, as far as you guys were always kind of more of a progressive um, progressive metal type of band, and this record has um, a lot more um, electronic, a lot more lush sounds, and so I guess I just wanted to get your perspective on that. You know what the What the uh, mindset was behind the change and all of that?
2: Yeah, I guess uh, yeah. There are a lot of sounds and uh, uh, electric drums and effects like that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't know the reason for that. I think it's just uh, uh, just happened by itself. Um, Yeah. Usually we when we make songs we uh, we sort of do too much, but this time we tried to strip things down and then. Uh, just try to wait until the end before adding uh, all the ingredients and then suddenly it was there was place for uh, some electronics and I think also because earlier on we've been like uh, more uh, jamming this the songs together at rehearsals but uh, this time uh, uh, a lot of a lot of the songs have like uh, um, Have been made in the studio, so uh, adding uh, effects and synths just uh, was natural to add in the studio. I guess that's that's the reason
0: why. Yeah. No, no, that's cool. No, I'm not. uh, I'm not even saying like it's a bad thing. It was a breath of fresh air to me. uh, A lot of the a lot of the bands that we talk about on the podcast are very. it's all brutal all the time, you know, <laughs> and it, uh, it was kind of yeah. like a breath of fresh air for me and, uh, being able, being able to listen and kind of get a vibe. I, I, you know, I heard definitely a lot more electronics. I've actually been following you guys for a, for a while. Um, I was a big, uh, x toll fan. I was a big, uh, cell fan. And, cool. um, and one of the things that I, I kind of, kind of came to me as I was listening to the record was, you know, I get a little bit of that, um, a little bit of what was going on on the uh on the x-toll blueprint record i hear a lot a little bit of similarities to that i mean obviously not exactly the same um it's kind of got its own it's got its own flavor but uh you know you guys definitely kind of capture that and is that something and i even noticed a little bit of the similarities to the uh to the second link cell album is that something that you guys had started off you know very very extreme with with black metal and, and progressive metal and stuff like that has it kind of been your goal to kind of push more towards a more um i'm gonna say the word palatable but i don't mean it to be in a negative sense but are you guys just trying to go in more of just a uh like a rock direction, something something that that more people would enjoy, or is it just you know an intentional choice of this is just the record we wanted to write?
2: I, I think it has just been a natural development. Uh, I mean, like uh, twenty years ago when we were playing uh, lengsel and uh, trying to be as black metal as we could, uh, everything was about metal. So uh, I guess just we have uh, broadened uh, our perspectives and started listening to more diverse music and then our taste uh, has uh, changed so uh, I think it's just been a a, a natural uh, evolvement Uh, maybe I I can see uh, some of what you're saying about uh, having uh, similarities to uh, the Blueprint album with Xdo I wouldn't say the songs are the same at all but still uh, some of the the songwriting maybe um the sound is also very different but uh, uh most of the music on the blueprint album was made uh, by the guitarists in um in Madrid so I, I think that would be the reason why maybe you can sense that
0: yeah, it's it's more of a vibe than a than a direct copy. You know, it's not a it's not a continuation of that record by any means or anything like that. But um, but it was one of the more enjoyable things that I've that I've kind of always enjoyed about the Mantric material is that it's more um, atmospheric, I guess, than uh, yeah. than just straight straight grind you know or, or straight or straight metal and so it's 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 been you know a huge palate cleanser for me especially and one of the things that i thought was interesting is you guys just recently signed with uh with tooth and nail records uh solid state here in the united states was that a record label that you, you were seeking out i know that the link cell material had come out or is that just like a continuation of an old contract or is that a, a label that you kind of kind of had wanted to be on well we
2: actually we didn't think uh much about it when we recorded uh, uh our latest album it's just uh just came up as an option and uh, we thought it was a good idea it was it was a bit like coming home i guess sure and uh we have a uh, good experience with uh solid state so just felt uh, good so yeah
0: yeah no we were uh, all pretty excited here in the states about it to get you know that that type of uh, distribution and things like that. I know I had bought the, uh, I bought the length cell record on solid state and um, one of my favorites. Uh, The second one I actually enjoyed more. Uh, But the, uh, one of the questions too is, you know, one of the things that's going around here in the U S how has the, uh, has the, uh, the worldwide pandemic or whatever it is that we have going on in the U.S. I assume it's much worse here in the U S than it has been elsewhere. But uh, how, how, what does that look like in Norway for you guys?
2: uh well uh, it's all over the media all the time uh, it's about anything you can read <laughs> uh, in the media uh, nowadays uh but uh, the, yeah the country has been shut down for uh, uh over a month now uh, mm-hmm. like everywhere else in europe and uh, eventually also in the states and most people just try to work at home and uh do the best of it uh and uh It has gone pretty well, I think. Uh, uh, Not so many have uh, died from the virus. Yeah. So uh, everyone has, I think, has uh, behaved and followed protocol and what uh, the government uh, has advised. Uh, But uh, now the last few days, uh, it's been like uh, uh, I've been more outside and uh, uh, I see a lot of more people are are moving around and uh, the stores and stuff I think it has to do with the schools are opening on Monday yeah so everyone uh, seems a bit more relaxed I think it it's uh, not a good idea to totally relax but uh, at the same time it feels good to to not uh, just stay inside inside your own bubble and watch the media and uh, feels like the yeah the world is going under so sure and also we have a uh, norway norway is a very very well organized uh, country and uh, has a very good economy so uh, we're really really lucky to, yeah. to be here in norway
0: so yeah no that's great i mean cuz over here in the us it's kind of uh, getting getting people to follow the rules i think is the is, is the biggest uh biggest hurdle that we deal with is getting people don't like to be told what to do and you know and things like that but uh
2: yeah yeah we see a lot of that in the media and uh, they uh, f- they follow the u.s uh, closely so yeah it's a lot of things going on uh, everywhere around the world and they compare what to do what to not not to do but it's too early to say which direction is the best one to, to go. Like in uh, neighboring country Sweden, they have uh, tried to uh, be more open and uh, let people uh, come out uh, and meet meet each other and have gatherings. Uh, and uh, the idea is to, uh, to create like a, a group uh, immunity. Yeah. But they have had a lot more deaths than in Norway. So I don't know if it'll even out, but... Uh, yeah, we'll see.
0: It's definitely a scary time, and you know, with that, how that relates to music. You know, with you, with you guys dropping a new record. Um, you know, kind of in the midst of all of this, is there in, in any sort of fear or any sort of um, reservation in releasing an album in the midst of something like this? And that you may be worried that it may hurt sales, it may hurt you know the potential to the potential to play out and and things like that. Was that something that was considered? In the the release time, or was it just, we're just going to get it out to people any way we can?
2: Yeah, well, we hadn't planned any tours or anything, so uh, we didn't sort of uh, lose any time or money uh, or energy uh, with that. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, uh, for all we know, it could be a good time to release an album. Uh, People are sitting inside, and uh, maybe they would like to check out our album, so... yeah uh we we don't know how li- how it'll pan out but uh i think for a lot of uh a lot of people that are, are on tour and suddenly have to go home and uh yeah it must be uh terrible
0: yeah yeah because they're losing kind of their uh kind of their i guess their meal ticket <laughs> you know so to speak and yeah um it's just like losing a job and it is um did you guys or do you guys have any plans when all of this blows over to maybe come over in the states i know i've never seen you guys play live but it would definitely be a big deal uh you know for me at least i never i don't know did you did you guys ever play out live with langcell or yeah we
2: played uh, uh with mantrick uh uh usually it'll be uh after a release like uh after the descent album or sin album, we would have uh, some shows or a tour, even. Uh, uh, but uh, Langsel, we haven't played uh, live uh, only once. Uh, yeah. We played at a festival in Oslo, and it was like yeah, uh, once in a lifetime thing, I guess. Uh, so I I doubt we'll be uh, coming over with Langsel to the US, but uh, but uh, Mantric would be great to to just uh, go over and uh, go on tour again. Would it be, if we have the opportunity, I would love it. It's like my one of my uh, adult dreams now would be to, because we all have um, like uh, families and uh, kids to take care of and responsibilities. Sure. <laughs> so we can't just take off. It has to be responsible and uh, uh, have to work out money-wise. Sure. But one of my dreams would be just to go, uh, on tour with the guys and uh, tour around the US, uh, I have so many good memories from doing that with Xtold, for instance. Yeah. So yeah, that
0: would be really great. Yeah, that would be awesome. You know, I know I had noticed that, you know, your guys' re- album release cycle has always been relatively spread apart with records coming out, you know, 5 years apart. Is that also kind of what you were talking about is with the gap in releases is that just when inspiration strikes you guys or is there is there a push I guess to make it more of a full-time band now versus where it was when it started?
2: Yeah, you're totally right. It's because of uh, we have a uh, of their obligations we yeah. have uh, kids and families and just time doesn't we don't have enough time and uh, like uh, before we uh, had uh, families uh, we were sort of uh, I guess I was just studying a lot <laughs> yeah. just, uh and playing music on the side well actually I was playing music and studying on the side so uh, it was just uh, an easy life, and we, you didn't have to care about what happened when you get home. If you don't have any money after a tour, you could just get a job. It would no problem. I could move home for a month mm-hmm. uh, to my parents. No big deal. But you can't come home to uh, to a, a family with kids and have uh, and don't and can't pay the rent or the uh, food. Even you know so. Sure. That's
0: it. No, I totally get that. That's why I do it. That's why I do a podcast and I don't play music anymore cuz I just <laughs> I can't make a I can't make the time for it and the the upfront cost. Um yeah. do you f- do you feel like it's gotten easier um over the years to to release music to people and it actually, you know, be heard and get people more excited about things ahead of time versus the old days where it seemed like you had to re- you had to record a record, release it, and you know in order to get any hype up.
2: Yeah, it's a really good question. I think uh, in some ways it's a lot easier to to record uh, your material at home and just uh, you can live uh, apart and just uh, email um, ideas and you can work on your computer. You know, recording a guitar and send it off, and someone can record some vocals and bass, and it's easier in that way. Uh, but, uh, I think it's harder to get your, uh, your music released these days, mm-hmm. it seems, uh, because there's so many bands and so many people doing the same thing. And sure. it's so easy to put online and I-, I can't, uh, follow everything that's going on. Like it's, I think it's impossible. Sure. So, uh, in the old days, I think it was, Uh, easier maybe it was uh, more difficult to to get a contract uh, because once you were signed you were sort of uh, on the label sure uh, and uh, you get uh, money to record your album and you do it within a few weeks maybe in studio and work it all together but today it's like yeah so spread we don't know we can use however long we want to make an album and uh and if you get on a label, you have to do your parts like in uh, uh, getting your music around. And i uh, also heard that in, uh, on some labels you have to pay to, to get on, uh, uh, on board. It's right. Like, yeah very different from uh the old days i think
0: yeah no, and that that's the whole thing because everything is is all streaming numbers now and 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 things like that Whereas it used to be unit sales and you know things things of that nature the first thing i heard you on obviously was probably the first uh Cell album as well as extol as well um had ties in in like the christian music industry or the christian metal stuff and is that something that you guys are are, are focusing on now or something that 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 plays a factor into Mantric now as a band, or do you guys consider yourselves more of like a general market?
2: Uh, I guess uh, we we never like wanted to be promoted as a Christian band, sure. Uh, and at some time uh, we actually tried to avoid it because at least in Norway it would have like you get like a tag, right? Whereas being on tour in the US, it would be. Something positive, right. uh, at least uh, when we were touring with Extol. Uh So, uh, but it's not like it's been something that we try to promote ourselves. Uh, and uh, uh, I guess. It seems like uh, today uh, um, there isn't a Christian division in the U.S. anymore, is there? Like a Christian market? Do you know?
0: There, there is a a bit of a Christian market. It's not like it used to be. Um, I know, probably ten years ago, it would be a totally different answer. You know, but um, you know, it's always a a tag. You know, and I I can understand for obvious reasons in in Norway and, um, and and things like that that it would be a negative in the U.S. It would be somewhat of a positive. But yeah, I think. I want to say over over the at least 3 years I've been doing podcasting and interviews and things um I have seen that shift quite a bit from yeah for like, th- there are bands obviously that have you know certain certain beliefs or, or 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 religion that they follow, but it doesn't always necessarily factor into the music, and it's not as much a reason I think why people would buy a record or or, or go see a band, you know. Um, yeah. And so I've always kind of felt that way about you guys in Mantric specifically, is that you know it's it's never been um, it's more like a pushing of of actual artistic expression more so than trying to deliver a specific message. Would you agree with that?
2: Well, uh, uh I think it, it's both things at the same time because, uh, you're writing lyrics and you have to write about something. So we write about, uh, what uh, we, uh, believe and think. And, um, uh, uh, so I, it's not like uh, totally random what we write about. Uh, and, uh, and uh, growing up uh, and uh, like uh, 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 especially maybe entering Extol, who was labeled mm. really as a Christian band, uh, I guess it's uh, formed my identity in a way. So it was very sure. important uh, at that time. But today it it doesn't uh, it doesn't matter really if we're Christian or. Uh, or not. Uh, the music is more in focus, I guess, but, uh, uh and uh, we have also, I would say evolved in that perspective, uh, as to what we believe in and, uh, uh, what our view- views are, uh, on the world and the universe. Uh, uh, but I, I still consider myself a, a Christian, uh, but I, I guess I've just, uh, sort of, uh, found out that, uh, uh, I'm not so sure about any, everything anymore. And, uh, and, uh, there are, uh, a lot of, uh, difficult questions involved. Uh, sure. Yeah. So I guess, um, uh, I'm yeah, that's where I'm at right now. So I can speak for myself. Um, uh, and, uh,
0: well, and that's and cool, too, you know, like, because starting off in, in Christian music, there's always kind of a certain, I guess, pressure into writing about a specific thing or, or, or writing, you know, you know, like to keep it, I guess, uh, on brand, so to speak. And it sounds it sounds to me like, you know, um, we've we finally all reached a point in that in that music scene where people feel like they can just be honest, <laughs> you know, about about yeah, things.
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Maybe we're right. Yeah, uh, I feel comfortable, uh, with that now, maybe even more than, uh, uh, previously. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, no, that's awesome. And, um, with this, with this record coming out, you know, uh, obviously, you know, we don't have, we don't have, nobody has, nobody has tour plans or, <laughs> or show plans right now. If you did have the opportunity to come to the United States, where, uh, where, where specifically would you, um, be the most excited about about visiting
2: i would like to go all over <laughs> but uh yeah california would be great and uh
0: uh
2: all the southern states also uh we haven't uh, played much on the east coast so that would be also really really
0: great yeah
2: i, I would like to go all over
0: for sure uh, yeah for, for sure well we would definitely love to have you But I I really appreciate you taking the time out to do the interview, and um, I'm I'm really excited about the record. I think it's I think it's one of the coolest things that you guys have done, and it's uh, it's brought me it's brought me a lot of peace. Like it was it was a huge palate cleanser for me, and um and it's it's very atmospheric. It's but it's also like fun and uplifting in places, and you know, not a lot of bands can do that, especially not in metal. You know, (laughs) so that's uh, good to
2: hear. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So I really appreciate it, man. And uh, where uh, where can you and the band be found online for the people listening?
2: Uh, online, we're uh, – oh, I'm actually not quite sure, but we're on Spotify at least and on iTunes. I think we're on Tidal. And uh, at least if you go on uh, Solid State Tooth & Nail, you'll find all the info you need. And uh, MySpace – no, no, I mean um, Facebook, uh, of course uh, – and uh we also have a web page but i'm not entirely sure if that's up to date but
0: yeah that's okay i can look at i'll look yeah. it up and, and and link all that stuff uh, in our in our show notes but uh, yeah i do appreciate you taking the time out and um you know i hope you guys do well i hope to see you guys in the state soon and um you yeah, know i'll come by and say hi that would be great thanks a lot i appreciate it yep you too you too goodbye so that was my chat with John Robert of Mantric, and uh, this was definitely—I uh, mean, it was exciting for me because I've been such a fan of this band for for such a long time, and obviously their previous work. You know, um, I've got CDs that I'm looking at right now on my CD shelf that all have that dude's name in them. So, um, you know, it, this is definitely um, probably—I'm not, I mean, not going to lie—like probably not my best interview, but uh, but I was still I was still glad that I got to do it, and I was glad that I got to talk to him and get a little bit of insight into their creative process you probably got the best looking one out of the band if i can say that oh yeah man a very handsome man for sure i mean when you were
1: like oh i've been listening to this band for a long time i'm like wait how old this dude looks like he's like 22
0: no he's been i mean he's definitely been doing the metal thing since uh since i was in high school at least which was like a thousand years ago when I, you know, I think, uh, I think it was whenever I was in early high school, which was like 1973. And I think I was in my early forties, you know? So, (laughs) well, you know, I, I don't
1: know what he's doing skin
0: regiment or any of that kind of
1: stuff, but, uh, very much like you, you know, making weird comments about Howard Jones. I'm going to go ahead and make
0: it weird, uh, for this mantric episode. Absolutely. Always make it weird. Always make it weird. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was cool too, just hearing the places that he'd like to visit in the U S that that was just kind of a, kind of an exciting prospect for him. Once everything gets once, once everything gets kind of back to normal, so to speak, and they actually can come and can come and tour.
1: Yeah, it is kind of interesting. You know, I don't really think of the adverse, uh, you know, like if you were to ask us, like, where are you looking forward to going? You're like, Oh, I'd love to go to somewhere in Europe. I'd love to go to Prague. I'd love, love to go to, you know, Reykjavik, uh, Iceland and so on and so forth and for them to be like I'd really love to go to Chicago and get a pizza and you're like sure that's a thing you can do when you're here in the states but you know it's it's just because we're so used to the the other side of that coin that uh it just seems kind of very lackluster that someone wants to come here to the states
0: yeah and I feel like as as an American like I feel like we just tend to downplay everything you know like like Chicago pizza is absolutely something you should be excited about if you've never had it yeah you know like like a hundred percent like it's it's all sauce it's a, it's a meat pie but like that's what's great about it um not so much new york pizza i could i could leave new york pizza it's just all super bland oil to me but uh, <laughs> You know, that's all right. I dude, don't don't worry about it. Like here in St. Louis, like our idea of pizza is like a cracker cut into squares. So like don't even worry about it. <laughs> and there I go. See? I'm downplaying it. That could be a major attraction to somebody. Yeah, it's it's really weird for me to hear a dude from Norway, which I think is a beautiful country. Um I've never been there, but uh I, I like I would love to go there and he's probably sitting there thinking the same thing. He's like, Yeah, we've got a lot of like forests and um like a lot of a lot of metal bands, but like, I don't know. Like I, I, I would, I, I would pay money to be as chill, um, as, as this dude was, uh, <laughs> during the interview, like I'm so high strung. And so for him to be like super relaxed and I was like nervous and like sweating. Cause I was like, Oh, I can hear my voice bouncing off the walls. Sugar Cold. So, uh, 100%. But, uh, but yeah. So, I mean, this is, uh, this is a really cool record. If I haven't, if I haven't explained that really, that I like False Negative is a very different record. I think the first time you listen to it, you might be like, what did I just hear? Um, which is the entire point. Um, I I had to listen to it about four or five times before I started to feel like I got certain parts of it. Um, but I really, uh, it was, it's a really enjoyable experience. And I, I really do hope that these guys are able to make it over to the States and, 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 uh, you know, kind of tear it up over here. Eat some, eat some Chicago deep dish pizza. So
1: Dan, where can Mantric be found? Because there was a glorious little tidbit there at the end that we, we both thought was very amusing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I did ask him where the band could be found online and he's like, uh, yeah, MySpace. (laughs) And I was like, I would actually be very impressed if I was able to pull up new Mantric songs on MySpace. Like that would be, that would be pretty like, I'd be like, wow, I thought he messed up, but he was actually like dead serious. Um, but uh, yeah, but if you if you actually want to find Mantric uh, online, you can find them at Mantric. On Facebook.com. And you can also find the band on Instagram at Mantric One. So check them out. You can stream False Negative anywhere. Uh, it came out on Solid State Records a little while ago. Uh, the, it's no secret that this is an interview that we kind of sat on for a little bit because I was so worried about my audio that I was like, I don't know if we should release it or not. But, I, you know, w- we're going to release it because somebody cares.
1: And if you would like to keep up with all things, this podcast is simple enough. Bruce Speak Pod, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check us out on YouTube. We've been posting our Instagram lives that we've been doing. Uh, Uh, Most recently, as of when you're hearing this, we did an episode with Barry Tomorrow with uh, their vocalist, Daniel, and uh, we posted that everywhere. We've actually been trying to drop them into the feeds just because, you know, some people don't have an hour to uh, listen to everything on YouTube and watch it uh, or on Instagram. So we're trying to just create new content, kind of drop it in where it fits. A lot of great content coming up as a matter of fact. We also... Kind of speaking to Dan, uh, mentioning that we had kind of been sitting on this episode a little bit, I found three episodes from the last probably two years that we haven't put out for one reason or another, and I think it'd almost be fun just to randomly drop them, given how old they are, and... You know, a lot of people, you know, will get rid of their old episodes or shell things because they just don't like it for one reason or another. And I feel like if we took the time to do it, then fuck it. We should put it out. Uh, I don't know that we're going to do a full on intro outro thing. It might just be like, a hey, here's kind of a quick backstory to it. Maybe Dan and I will talk about that. Uh, as we're doing these, you know, Facebook lives as we're recording these or whatever. Still kinda of figuring that out, but uh I think it's fun. You know, I'm kinda of learning from Dan, you know, with just dropping different content under the feed, uh like he does with Discuss Metal and Movie Mosh and a million other podcasts that he has. So
0: be on the lookout for those. Uh and Dan will tell you now where he can be found. Uh well I mean I can be found right here. I'm I'm right here, dude. Uh I'm on I'm I'm on Facebook uh specifically under Daniel Terry and I'm on Twitter at Discuss Metal Dan. Uh you can always send me an email if that's your bag at DiscussMetalDan at Gmail dot com. And you can find my one million and four podcasts. It's a million and four now, John, oh, by the way. Okay. Uh keep up. And uh, you can find those at Discussmetal dot com. And uh yeah, so I mean I'm I'm pretty much I mean, I gotta say, man, I'm pretty uh, pretty prolific these days, so you know, just going to buy that boat. <laughs> if you would like to support our sponsors, you can do such starting with the bean bastard, get
1: some delicious coffee over at the bean Facebook and Instagram at the bean bastard. Keep your hair and beard looking on point with on point. Palmate use our code BSP 15 and get 15% off your total order. I've actually been using mine the last uh, week or so since I got a haircut. Uh, I actually was sending uh Maddie a message and actually complimenting him on the product because it's actually really, really fucking good. And it does exactly what it's supposed to do. Uh, uh, which isn't always the case when something is advertised to do something. It, it doesn't always live up to the hype. So I can actually say now 100% on point pomade. It is really great. It does keep your beard and hair looking on point. Not so much the beard from my perspective because I don't have one, but made works uh, and lastly but not leastly rockabilia.com. go to rockabilia.com, use our code brew15 get 15% off your total order they have over 500,000 items so I guarantee there's something you're gonna like and you don't have to worry about the integrity of the clothing because it is 100% officially licensed gear so not only are you getting awesome gear but you're also supporting the bands as well because some of the money goes back to them and you're supporting Rockabilia who have amazing merch so again go to rockabilia.com, use our code brew15 and get 15 percent off your total order we take care of you over here at the brutally speaking podcast thanks to our sponsors so we want to thank them and thank you for supporting us and them and for the brutally speaking podcast i am john
0: and i am dan
1: we will talk to you all next time